Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. You know, I have uh, had myself a hard court season in tennis, but somehow these four Jacksons mean more to me than anything. They, they should. There. They should. Yeah. Because you ripped them from mine. Hey, you want, you want a few uh, fake hundred dollar bills? No, no I'm we good. Got, we got plenty in the closet. I'm good. Our props. Closet. Have people been touching your gun, Kelly? Have people been using? People that been gun? touching my money gun, man. I like that. I don't, I don't like it either. We got a box of unopened ones in there, too, but I probably shouldn't say that out on air. Yeah, don't say that. Parles is at home right now. Cross <laughs> <laughs> is like, yeah, <laughs> but, uh, Gil, driving home the point that, that, that you were making, I mean, listen, Cowboys are 5-1. and one, Playing in that division, that is their division. They're making the playoffs. You got the Packers 6-1 and one right now. They would have to epically collapse to not win that division. They're going to get in the playoffs as well. The Bucks. With everything that we've seen from this team, it looks like they're going to moonwalk into that into the NFC South division. And then, okay, let's just assume the NFC West is still up for grabs between the Cardinals and Rams. It can go either way. It doesn't matter. Both of those teams are making the playoffs as well. So we're sitting here. Boom. There's five for sure. Now you start looking at who else? Well, literally the, the, anyone. The three and three Vikings, <laughs> yeah. right? The Saints, depending on what happens tonight, mm-hmm. they could either be three and three or four and two. Then you come back around. Look, the Panthers at three and four. The 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 Falcons at three and three. Like you're saying, like these teams go on a little miniature run. We're going to have a pretty mediocre team make the playoffs out of the NFC. Please keep going. Oh darn! 
Oh man! If I was in mid conversation, I would have had to stop too bad uh, because there's no. There's that looked like that could have covered. Uh, that could have yeah. got me close. Right. Let me, there. Let me ask you a question. Why don't the Saints do that every single time? Well, it's right? one thing when you see a screenplay set up set up well, right? It's yeah. different when you see a screenplay set up well for Alvin Kamara, and, and you're then like, he's just like never getting tackled by the first guy. Yeah, yeah like there's two yeah. there's two linemen out in front of him to block. Like this could go a very long way. Yeah. D- oh. DJ Reed, though, catching him from behind. To, look, uh, look at this stat right here. 88, 88 screenplays oh. for Kamara last season, 10 so far. This year. See that move by Jameis? Was and, avoiding the sack? And, like, you look, and, I mean, I, I, I'm not going to say the Seahawks are dead because they are going to get Russell. They get Russell Wilson back. They are going to get Russell Wilson back. Yep. So you at least have to think that they're somewhat in the picture. Now, they've got defensive issues, but but getting Russell Wilson back is a, is a, is a huge thing and can certainly – so, I mean – there is going to be one of these teams that we're looking at right now that we're like that team is that team's sorry. Oh, they're, yeah, but they're going to make the playoffs. There could be two of them. Yeah, and, and like even a team like Washington has a shot at two and five. Yeah. That defense finds its you know finds its glory from last year. Who knows? They'll get Ryan Fitzpatrick back if that matters to you. That's going to be third and about seven for the Saints. Thirteen ten left in the uh, in the second quarter. Uh, we were talking about off-air because you had brought it up earlier on the show, too, about the notion of priors. Mm-hmm. And you had talked about our buddy Drew Dinsick, who's going to be on the show Thursday. He's actually on a numbers game tomorrow morning for his normal Tuesday spot. And how maybe the reliance on priors has hurt him to this point this season. I had Aaron Schatz, the uh, creator of Football Outsiders, on a numbers game a couple weeks ago. And in his rankings, the Seahawks were sixth, even without Russell Wilson, and the Chargers were 14th. And I said to him, I go, okay, well, how much of this is your priors? Mm -hmm. And he said, oh, well, it takes me a while to slough it off, by the way. I mean, these receivers who are not even getting to the the line to gain. There is a flag, though, so we'll see if the Saints get bailed out here. Um, You know, Aaron said to me, he goes, well, 65% is still my priors. This is before not just this Sunday, but the Sunday before. 65% is a large percentage to still have going. Especially for some of these teams, like that have that have completely new makeups. They, like that's one of the deals where I, I get a little bit bent out of shape about the whole priors. Like, listen, if it's a team that is yes. pretty, if you want to talk about the priors for for Tampa Bay, you want to talk about the priors for a lot of these, you know, Seattle, for example, any of these teams where Makes the majority of the nucleus, and all that, but like. You know Cincinnati. Well, that that was the greatest example. Like, come on, it's not Joe Burrow. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. he didn't play half. He didn't play half of the season. More they than half, they yeah. went out and invested heavily in the offensive line and invested hundreds of hundreds hundreds of millions of dollars in the defense as well. Like, it is a completely revamped, remade team. And oh, by the way, they drafted one of the, if not the most explosive new receivers in the NFL that we've seen in quite some time. Like, it is a completely different team. So. To, to be so heavily reliant on on that, and, and I'll bring up the Ravens, right? And th- there's a lot of people who talk about, well, the priors on the Ravens. Well, you know, your priors on the Ravens is also a completely different team because last year it was a run-first, bully ball, get-ahead, stomp-on-your-neck team. Well, they're actually one of the poorest running teams in the league right now outside of Lamar Jackson scrambling, but that's not what we're going to talk about. Just the traditional what we saw last year of, you know, the the dual almost triple threat that you got last year from the from the running back core and, and you don't have that this year and they're having to throw a whole lot more they're having to throw downfield a whole lot more they're doing a whole lot more from the pocket it is a different team this year so your prior is off of a team 
that isn't really the same team. And then on the defensive side of the ball, they got ravaged. Now, it hasn't been in season, but if you remember preseason, they got ravaged by injuries. Secondary had several different guys go down and all that. So, again, it's not the same team even on, on, on that side of the ball either, which you saw play out whenever they had to play an elite receiving core like, like Cincinnati has. Oh, stuffed. So there was a penalty on defense on the prior third down on Seattle. So New so Orleans... run up to the line right now, Gil, and snap yeah. the ball. Like, like run up to the line. They're going to have to burn a timeout or you're going to get a free first down. New Orleans got a fresh set of downs, and on third and one, Kamara just gets stoned a half yard short. So now it's fourth and a half a yard at the 45-yard line of the Seahawks, and they will go for it. <laughs> and... Uh, James is trying to get under center. The ref's still there. <laughs> oh they, no, they're they're fake. just trying to draw them off sides. Oh, they're not actually going for it. What? Do you, there's a flag. flag. Somebody move. What happened here? Did Sean Payton is incredulous. Something was it? One of the did uh, somebody move? Let's see. Here's the call. This could be just terrific for the Saints. Timeout. Timeout. Oh. Okay. So no, why, why was the what was the flag then? We're going to time out now, opponent. I was going to say, so now what? you have to go for it. You have to. Because what you don't do is time out and punt, which, by the way, the Ravens did yesterday. They time outed and punted? Yeah. Yeah, really? Called which the time out and punted? I typically think of them as one of the sharper teams out there, and they time outed and punted yesterday. <laughs> which I was like, huh. All right, then. Interesting. Hmm. The time out and the punt. All right, week eight lines while they're in break here on the fourth and short. Uh, you already bet you got ahead of the uh, Cardinals one. I got lucky. Now, l- listen, I'm sometimes so we do that. things skill-wise. Sometimes we get super lucky. I got lucky. So I got lucky. Yeah, and I and I liked the Cardinals this morning, but, you know, didn't expect any Devontae Adams news. Didn't, you know, took my time betting. I was like, ah, oh, maybe it'll get the three. Uh, so I didn't bet it, and now we're seeing six in most spots or off the board. Here's the fourth and short. That's the Thursday night game between the six and one Packers and the seven and zero Cardinals. Uh, Jameis will get it. The Seahawks are complaining about something, and they're not getting a flag. So that'll be a first down for the Saints. Easy peasy on the sneak there. Well, there was a gigantic gap for him to go into. Sure was. Wow, look at that. Sure was. He and he found it. Yeah. Falls forward, gets a couple yards. What about on Sunday? Because that's a great Thursday night game, Packers at Cardinals, or at least it was great when Devontae Adams was playing. Yeah. Now I I'm mean, not so sure. Guys, I'm I'm serious. Like, uh, it's still short. I, I, I think. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a touchdown without him out there. I mean, like, there, there's we talk about what a what a player. You know, we we typically are only really worried about quarterbacks and what they mean to a team, unless that guy is is a, a, over a third of your offense. Like he is. He's over a third of their offense. I mean, it's just he's he's irreplaceable. We that was our that was our big thing, and was always made me nervous when we do our power rankings, which we will do on Wednesday. Um, about this Packers team, they're two they're they're a two player team, and if one of those two players goes down, which we just watched, one of them goes down, the line moves two and a half points because of a wide receiver. A wide receiver moved the line two and a half points. Non quarterbacks worth most most to the point spread. Devontae Adams number one, easy. Not even close. Derrick Henry? Oh, no, non uh, non quarterback. Oh. I would think oh, Derrick, I Derrick, Derrick Henry. Yeah, Derrick, Derrick really? Henry's up there too. I would think Henry and Kamara, but then it's it's Devontae Adams. Kamara does not mean as much as Derrick Henry does to me. But but I think it's I think because of the nature of that relationship between Rodgers and Adams, and literally the percentage it's of the silly. offense, I think it's number one besides quarterbacks. And and, wow, okay. and the fact that All they right. have no one behind. That's the other thing, right? Is it would be different if it wasn't a situation where they had anyone else, but they just have nobody. Yeah. 
No, I'm with you. Behind, I, I mean, I mean that line's short to me. I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to play it, but I'm still going to be playing the Cardinals somehow. Whether it's tying into a money line parlay or teasing down. Look, just say I might have to put them in. I might have if if I can find some teaser legs I like. I might I might go ahead and just open up some stuff. No oh, teaser legs you like. Well, like, I'm so mad. I, Matt Matt bet the things I meant to like last night. I'm like, oh, three and a half of the Cardinals. I'm I'm just going to buy this down to three right now. And I'm like, no, I'm, I'll wait till tomorrow. It'll be a three that pops up. Well, when the news then came out today about the COVID stuff, yeah. right? And and we know how this works, where it can be contact or it can be whatever and all that. I was just like, okay, look, I like to the Cardinals anyway, and then now you add in this layer to this. I was like, I'll go ahead and just I'll go ahead and just put it in. And then and you then got you got the got Titans at, yeah, pl- at plus a point, right? So, so you tease that this, up. This morning, I guess Titans minus two and a half at the Colts, and Chrissy tells me, oh no, the Colts are favored. How are the Colts favored in that game? Isn't that not the case anymore, right? You're right. No, no, not at all. So it was what the look ahead was Colts minus two and a half. Yesterday it was it was Colts minus one, what before the game no before and right after the game, Matt, I believe. And then uh and then yes, it got adjusted. As soon as it went up after the Sunday night game, it ran to the Titans. The, the Colts whole offense last night, not their whole offense, but their best plays were Wentz just chucking it up on the air yeah. and having a D back run into the receiver. At one point he had seventy five yards passing and ninety three yards of pass interference. Oh, Alvin oh my Kam- guy just ripped his head off and he still made it. Alvin Kamara tackled by the head, <laughs> which apparently drew a flag on the Texans yesterday, but did not hear when uh Kyler Murray was tackled by the head. So now do we have another fourth and short? If the yellow line yeah. is accurate, yeah. we should be good. On a first down. But Yeah, I don't know. We'll, don't know. we'll see. That was for the NFL <clears throat> research through three quarters on Sunday Night Football. Canes, uh, Colts gained 73 yards on Carson Wentz completions and 97 yards on P.I. calls. This, yeah. But that was just horrible. That The, the D-backs would never look back. Oh, yeah, just run into him. He's going to stop. Here's the other thing. The 49ers were running the ball very efficiently on the Colts and then gave up on it. Now you get Derrick Henry. We'll come back more week eight. What we like best, VEASAN's primetime action. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. We. 
Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even posted to my my dance, bro. (laughs) You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on Primetime Action, Gil, Matt, and Kelly. Ryan Hyatt, question of the night. Actually, two questions. Get into this real quick. Um, Thank you, Ryan, by the way, for all the questions nightly. With Texas Tech firing Matt Wells today and seeing Oklahoma go from minus 17 to minus 19 on the news, how do you factor in coaching changes into lines? The Gruden firing as well. Is that a whipsaw public reaction, or is it priced in? I think in the Gruden case, it was priced in, right, if I recall. Yeah, and... I think there's a difference between college and pro for sure. Big time. Like yeah. where a lot of the college coaching, not, not all people are going to say, what are you talking about? Look at Nick Saban. But th- there's, when I say rah, rah stuff, obviously Nick Saban's not the rah, rah guy. He's more the like chew you out guy, but there there's the motivation factor for collegiate stuff is much, much, much higher. And you're also dealing with children as opposed to grown men and children. things like that. Mm-hmm. So, it, 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 in college, yes, I think it is a much bigger deal than than in pro. As we found out with the Gruden firing, mm-hmm. right? Like, they, they rallied. Well, the offense might be more efficient without him calling plays. Well, it feels like, 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 feels like they're playing with less yeah. burden, too. And the, the, the play calling seems much better. It seems like they have really, really found some stuff. Like, maybe he was just, maybe he really, maybe he's holding them back, man. He might have been holding them back. No doubt about it. Um, okay, this drive is taking <laughs> this is some kind of drive here a couple fourth down conversions uh saints still with the football here in the second quarter 
Second and one, they they will move the chains once again. <laughs> By getting two yards, is this dress going to last a whole quarter? So, they ended it off to the fullback now. Yeah, there we go. So they started with the ball at the 14-39 mark of this quarter. So we are now at the point where a half of the quarter has elapsed. <laughs> and they have had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. I think that's 13 or 14 plays now. still not inside the 20. Still not in the red zone. Here we go. First and 10, though. Jameis got time. Got plenty of time. Can... Oh, oh no. Now he scrambles oh, to the right. This usually equals bad things. Oh, fakes oh! the pass. Jameis. Jameis with the fake. Jameis down to the four-yard line. It's beautiful, Jameis. That was beautiful, Jameis, and that, you know it. Listen. He did the whole, come on, look, come on. Three, three years ago, that was a pick for <laughs> sure. Uh, he's he, a gamer. That's man. a that's a few times though. Now we've seen these guys. These receivers are covered pretty mm-hmm. well downfield. Oh, I, I love this angle too. All right, let's see. Let's see who he fakes out. He's not. He doesn't care about the receiver here. Yeah, come on, come on, come on, come on. No, no, no. He's just trying to get that linebacker to bite. And he is, bites. It big. is so hard for the linebacker not to bite on that, even though he's past the it line. Really of he does the whole like jump way yeah. up in the air. And they're like, woo, I'm gonna go right by it. You have to have your 15 play, 84 yard drive that has taken nine minutes. Punch it in. Here's the 16th play. No can do. Camara down to the one and a half, let's call it. Second and goal. What a drive. Seven and nothing It is still. 18 consecutive touchdowns for the Saints on drives inside the 10. They're going for 19 in a row. Longest streak since the 2006 Chargers, it says. Um, you were saying something off air about one of these games, too. Now I've already forgotten. Oh, wait, wait. I've got follow-up tweets. Yes. From on the uh, on Devonte Adam being out. This is from P. A. Wyatt, Wyatt Tomchek, who is definitely not a massive Packers fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is coming from <laughs> the athletics, uh, the athletic writer uh, who covers the Packers. The Packers have averaged thirty two point eight points per games in the uh, in their six and zero record when Devonte Adams misses games. For the Packers, they include Aaron Jones' four-touchdown game in Dallas in 2019, Jones' 226-yard game in KC in 2019, Alan Lazard's 146-yard game in New Orleans in 2020, and Robert Tunyon's three-TD game yeah. versus Atlanta. Now, in tell me who they played in all those games. I was going to say, like, yeah, uh, Atlanta, New Orleans, yeah, Kansas yeah, yeah, City. The, yes, exactly. Like, uh, uh, yeah, it was bad team, bad team, bad team, bad team. Good team. Uh, Kamara lost a yard. Now it's third and goal. Here's the 18th play of the drive. Jameis is going to pass it, throws it over the middle, and it's almost almost picked. picked. This is going to end in the worst field goal. Fourth and goal, 18 plays later. It's their third, fourth down, and they're not going to go for it. They are going to kick the field goal. Jameis is coming off the field. This could have been picked. Yeah, I mean... I would like to see them go for it. I don't necessarily blame Sean Payton after, oh. after that pass. Had his man, too. Had his man, too. Great play. It was a great defensive play, actually. He, he got up there to, to knock that down. And on the 19th play, Brian Johnson attempts a chip shot field goal. The first of his career. A 21-yarder. Don't Better mess it up, Brian Johnson. And he puts it through. 7-3. to three. Wow, was that a long drive. Over 10 minutes long. The uh, field what goal. we were talking about, Gil, on, on break, and this is just something I would point out uh, at DraftKings right now. Oh, this is what we're talking Cincinnati's about. Cincinnati's yeah. 8.5 as to where they are 9.5 everywhere else in the country right now. You can open up a teaser leg to get the Bengals down to under 3, where, again, they are 9.5 everywhere else 
and they're eight and a half at DraftKings right now against Mike White and the Jets. I would find yeah. I'd find the teaser leg that I like. I'd find something. That's the and God, get it that's going. the God teaser leg of the week. Yes. Like that is. Come on, are you kidding me? For that? If that get, and it's the only place you can get it, and you better get it now because I don't think it's going to last very. We're long. down to nine at two shops in Vegas, so maybe it goes to nine, uh, eight and a half. Speaking of teaser, every week I say that it ends up going down there. So who knows? Speaking of teaser legs this week, so there's that one at DraftKings specifically. But okay, Vikings, you can tease them up. You could tease them up through the three and the seven at home against the Cowboys. They're two and a half point dogs. I like the Vikings guild. We were talking about last segment. I I I fully believe they will be a team that will be in the playoffs simply because again, what three ba- three middle of the belt road to bad teams have to get in, and they're to me they're the best of the bunch. I did bet the Cowboys last night. Though. That's I the only bet I have. What's that? I bet him at one and a half. Yeah, I laid one last night on the opener. That was, I, that's the only thing I have. I guessed so that at three. I was surprised to hear it was very low. Yeah, we were, we're, again, these two don't talk to me about lines in advance because I have guessing lines. I, I thought the Cowboys would be three-point favorites. Nope. Matt and I actually didn't talk about talk, uh, yesterday. Like we they are do. currently so, three-point favorites. So we are on the same page with the Cowboys. Yeah. Not talking about it. That so is it. the only... That is the only that and the Bengals at DraftKings. Those are the only two natural Wong teaser legs this week, correct? I think so. Yeah. The um, some news about the Cowboys, and it's not for sure that he's going to play, but they did they did activate uh, Michael Gallup off of IR, so they have the whole twenty one day thing to put him on the active roster after activating him. But uh, again, this was an offense that's already really good, and now they're going to get back. I'm not going to say the best number three receiver in the league, but he is certainly in the conversation as as the best number three wide receiver in all the NFL. And so a, an offense that's already been humming, and now you get back Michael Gallup, if not this week, in the next week or two. And so uh, if you're if you're if you're betting on the Cowboys and you are thinking this Cowboys team is for real, they're you know they have reinforcements coming. So the the most fascinating spread of the week to me is Monday night with well. That's what I said earlier. I'm like, how many times can you go into a game, a survivor, right, with a double-digit home favorite in a standalone primetime game, and you're terrified of it? Well, and I I think from a betting standpoint, like, I I didn't know if that was going to get to 10, and the early action came in on the Chiefs, and it got to 10, no problem, so maybe it's even going to get higher. I guess 10 and a half. I don't know what we're... From what we've seen the past few weeks, like I don't know how I can't take a piece. I'm assuming the Giants get a one or two more pieces back Mm. this week. I I think I'm going to be on them. I don't think it's going to be big, but that's ten points versus Chiefs team that I don't know how many how much longer we can sit back and watch this and and not think that something's fundamentally wrong here. There's, I mean, there's something wrong. There's no doubt about that. Like there's something wrong, and. And I know I've been saying the past few weeks, I think they're going to continue to beat up on the bad teams, and I don't think the Giants are a good team by any means. But I, Daniel Jones has impressed me the past couple weeks, um, and I ain't catching that many points on the. Uh, I ain't catching on that many points, he, whether it's backdoor or just keeping them in the game. I think it's. I think that's too much to be given out. Chiefs can't lose that game, can they? Can they? Oh, no, I don't man. think they can lose it, but man, can it they? is. Uh, there are a couple of different there are a couple oh, of oh. things that they're really, really gonna have to button up. Wow. Little uh that's Penny. Little flip on Rashard Penny right there. Uh by the way, we I feel like we uh we glossed over that decision to kick a field goal. Would you have kicked a field goal there or would you have gone for I, it? I think you have to go for it. I do you too. go you make that drive like that and, yeah. and 18 again, plays. The 
I'm not going to call it a busted play, and I'm not going to say that it was definitely offensive pass interference, but there was a lot of contact, in order, and that's the only offense that Seattle's had so far, right, was just that one bomb to DK Metcalf. <laughs> like, outside right. of that. Where he threw down Marshawn. Yeah. yeah. I mean, outside of that, they haven't really done anything. So. It, it, the, the ninth, oh, late flag. The 19th play of that drive, they kick a field goal at the doorstep. Again, more than 10 minutes. I'm with you, man. I think that's the best point of it. I, I, and I kind of wasn't thinking about that in the moment, but you're, you're right. Like, in mean, worst-case scenario, you're turning the ball over at the three-yard line and, and they have not done anything outside that one play. Well, Th- This is going to be a frustrating loss for me and you, isn't it? This, this, <laughs> this is going to really suck. This no, is, if this is anything like – this is good for us. If this oh, yeah, is good anything, point. Yeah, we're going to leave here in like 30 past, minutes. It's yeah. like we leave here feeling terrible about oh, the bet true. we have in the account. That's true. And then for whatever reason, uh, we got to – Another personal foul. Yep, another flag on the uh, Saints. So uh, that bails out the Seahawks. Perhaps they would have had a third and short. Instead, first and ten, all the way up to their own 45-yard line. Saints are are trying very hard to make this easy. Huge difference. Uh, We'll come back and we'll look at the carnage, and it might get worse, of our Circa Survivor. Not Circa Survivor, but Circa Millions entry. Coming up, Beeson's Primetime Action. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Make this football season your best sports betting season ever. Start your VSIN free trial today to get full access to our sports betting experts, including 24 7 video streaming, daily best bet emails, betting splits with the money and ticket percentages on every game, plus full access to VSIN.com data and analysis. You get everything VSIN has to offer for only $22 per month. Sign up now. At VEASAN.com slash subscribe. I got to re, re, redo this. 27-22 Canadian. <laughs> I, was, I have always have the nine ninety nine ready, but that's just 22 bucks a month. 27-22 Canadian. He's always here for our currency exchange data. There we go. Um, the Hornets were up on the Celtics by a dozen with about six minutes left in this game. And the Celtics have come all the way back to force overtime. Kelly with all the updates now. Yeah, that game right now, 127-126. Hornets, a uh, little under three minutes remaining in the first overtime period. Uh, Celtics are a one-and-a-half-point live favorite. Is that an interception? That would be an interception. No, uh, come on, I got to make that play. I guess, oh, no, he's saying it hit Although a punt's okay. maybe better. It was, um, it was just going to be a punt anyway. In that game, Kelly, Tatum is uh, 39-5-7, and seven, and then you've got Jalen Brown, 25 uh, seven and two okay. to go along with three steals for uh, Jalen Brown as well. And then on the Hornet side of things, they have all five starters in double digits. Bridges with 25 and 10, and you got LaMelo with 23. He also has nine assists, so he's knocking on the door of a double-double as well. All right. And we got uh, Bucks on top of the Pacers. Looks like they're going to win this game. That is 117-107, 30 seconds remaining, so they are will definitely get home. The HOX Hawks up big on the Pistons, 108-87, 6.30 remaining in the fourth quarter of that game. If you wanted to hop in live, you can catch 19.5 points of the Pistons, 221.5 uh, is the live total. Heat on top of the Magic, 95-77, 8.5 minutes remaining in the fourth quarter. Uh, if you wanted to hop in live there on the Magic, you can get 17.5 points live. Total is 209.5. The ne- Jimmy Butler game there, 8.30 yeah. left in the fourth, 34 points. So he started hot early. 34 points for Jimmy Butler. He is 14 of 19 from the field. And as we know, he doesn't make threes. That is all 34 points. Zero. Nary a three-pointer. 34 the hard way. Yeah. 
There you go. Um, Nets taking care of the Wizards. That is 93-74, six and a half minutes remaining in that game. Nice uh, catch and run there by Kamara. Uh, and the Bulls on top of the Raptors, 97-93, five minutes remaining in the fourth. If you wanted to hop in live, you can catch five and a half with the Raptors, 215 and a half is the live total, and then some scores quickly in the NHL. 4-1 Blue Jackets over the Stars, 4-1 Flames over the Rangers. That was the end of the third period, both games there. And the Panthers up on the Coyotes, 4-3, two and a half minutes remaining in the third. Hurricanes are going to beat the Maple Leafs, 3-1, two minutes remaining in the third. Capital Senators, 7-5, nine minutes remaining in that game. Uh, Who's up? Capitals, 7 Senators, five. Sabres up on the Lightning, five to one. That game just about over. And the Kings and Blues end of the second period uh, right at the end here. Score is still, if you want to hop in live, Blues minus 160, Kings plus 130. Two and a half your live total. Alex Ovechkin with the Capitals' sixth and seventh goals of the night. No, fifth and seventh goals of the night. Add two more as he approaches fourth place in the all time goal scoring. In NHL history. Some of these hockey totals, man, we've seen so far, they are crazy high. Two-minute warning, or to be precise, one minute, 59 seconds left in the half. Still 7-3 to three in favor of the Seahawks. The Seahawks have basically had one play on offense. I'm exaggerating, but you get the idea. One big 84-yard pass from Geno Smith to DK Metcalf. That accounts for their scoring. And $80 Whereas, to go. And $80 for me. Thank you very much. And uh, we go back to 20 next, uh, 20 per person next week. Skins game that we're playing. If anyone's it, wondering how you, you talk about the one play, but I mean, in all seriousness, Geno Smith has 110 yards passing, 84 of it came yeah. on that, that one one play right there. So it, it really has been pretty much the whole. What's, off, what's the whole t- off. what's the top? What's the time of possession in this half? That I'd be curious to see. By the way, was the other thing about the Chiefs yesterday in the first half. The, the Titans had the ball for more than 24 minutes. Oh, man, I took a picture of that. Uh, like that. In the first half yesterday. That's that great. Time of possession here, not quite as stark. 1808 to 953. Yeah, those, but total plays 34 to 22. Doesn't those, matter. Those, down. those first half stats from yesterday in that game, oh. Chiefs and Titans, this was plays. 43 to 18 Titans. Total yards, 277 to 67. Two turnovers for the Chiefs, zero for the Titans. Points off turnover, 10 for the Chiefs, zero for the Chiefs. Uh, 10 for the Titans, zero for the Chiefs. First downs, 19 to 4. Yeah. And then time of possession, 23 uh, minutes, 16 seconds, 6 minutes and 44 seconds for yep. the Chiefs. Wrote it all down. I was talking about it all in guessing lines this morning, all of those stats. It's incredible. <laughs> 212 to 36 passing. So far in this game. 1808 to 953 in favor of the Saints. And when we get our uh, next third down conversion in this game, it will be our first. Both teams are over on third down. Oh, wow. Not on fourth, though. How Not many fourth, fourth down conversions? Not on fourth. Uh, two for two for the Saints, but 0 for six on third, 0 for four on third for the Seahawks. Seahawks have no timeouts left. The Saints have one. It's a second and nine, called second and ten, and Kamara gets stopped here. It's, so it's going to be third it's and just four. just show. Uh, and, like, Matt, you were so right before this game. It is. I mean, not only, I mean your Kamara prop. Uh, Kamara props, it's but like close, yeah. He, he they, they don't even look downfield. Like there's yeah. not, there's they're never, they're not trying to push it downfield at all. I believe I said earlier, why don't they just do it every play? Here's Jameis up the gut. Oh, Jameis first down and he slides. <laughs> look at that graceful slide. <laughs> back That's flop. guy who played baseball too. <laughs> back flop. Twenty clock moving plus again. Sixty five. I'm at ninety four already, and I need one twenty seven out of Kamara. This would. 
I, I would, I, I would, I'm not in bad beat territory quite yet, but boy, we're that, pacing nicely. That wasn't offsides right There's there. Another. There's another. There's Camara. Easy peasy, one. right down the middle of the field, that, that all the there. way down to the 27 yard line on the pass. Winner video for Matt Brown. Well, hold on, he oh, can lose oh, yardage. Oh, okay. He's, right, he's right, a running oh. back. He's a running back. That one jinx it. Let's see how far he cleared it before we. Issue, we do issue here for the Saints is, again, only one timeout. So the clock keeps moving. And uh, Jameis, to throw once again, got a man, got his tight end. First and 10 inside the red zone. First and 10 at the 13 now. Clock stops at 47 seconds uh, left in the half. No, I'm just in epic bad beat territory now. I'm, I'm, a yard, I, I'm one yard short. <laughs> so now I'm just in epic bad beat territory. Adam Troutman on the catch. So nothing, nothing like needing one twenty six when the guy's got one twenty five in the first half. By the way, Celtics rolling in overtime now one thirty six to one twenty nine. Again, they were down twelve halfway through the fourth quarter. Ended up tying it on two Jason Tatum free throws with one eleven left, and nobody scored after that. And now they're up seven in OT one thirty six to one twenty nine. Ball was on the ground. <laughs> James picks it up, finds Camara, touchdown. Okay, I think I'm safe now. Let's go, baby. Touchdown, safe Saints. Now. Roll it. I'm safe now. What happened there? Was it a snap he just dropped? Yeah, this is, that's classic, James. There you go. There's a winner video. James Winston always best when something goes horribly wrong. You know, can't get the snap. Whatever. Make it work from there. Nine to seven. Saints. Extra point pending. I mean, he just drops it. Let's see. In shotgun. Uh, I like how casually he just picks it yep, up. Just He's like, yeah, I'll take one hand. Grabs grab it with it. his left hand. Nicely done. And oh, by the way. The guy that has every single yard of offense, for, maybe open. cover him. Uh, yeah, like, what is, what is, is going on? How is he still open after yeah, that? How is he, yeah, how is he still? <laughs> like, no. I got to see that replay again, actually. Maybe the guy guarding him like saw the fumble and went to jump. You know who we shouldn't cover? 41. <laughs> he I hasn't mean, hurt us. 10-7, 40 seconds left. Nobody has a timeout left. So, Or, excuse me, the Seahawks don't. So you would figure that will be the score going into halftime. But we'll see. We shall see. Saints with their first lead of the game. And again, the Seahawks haven't done much. 109 receiving yards now, in the first half. Now, you're, you're, what you really got crushed on was Traquan. Yes. Because the first two plays were overthrows to yeah. Traquan. Oh, yeah. I could, I, yeah, I could have been home on both of those already. The other one that, that we both almost bet but didn't that should get there easily is Jameis on his passing yards. I mean, that's 164 yeah. now for him. Two, what was it, 208 and a half or something? Yeah, feeling good about the under on the Alex Collins as well. He's got nine yards here at half. Hey, you still got to establish the run. You never so, know. Yeah, I mean, we, we do have that. Rashad Penny and has four carries right, for two he's yards. Right, split carries with Penny so far. It's been four and four. We will establish the run. I don't care if we're trailing. <laughs> Geno Smith is still their leading rusher with 12 yards. Could use some uh, more locket stuff here. But, you know, Ten to seven. I'm not going to complain. Here's the uh, the kickoff return. Does not even get back to the 20. They're just going to kneel this out, right? Now they are, yep. They're going to kneel this out. No timeouts. 34 seconds left. Yeah. 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 Anything else, Week 8, that we didn't, uh, we didn't talk about that that you like with these upcoming lines? Uh, so, like I said, so I, I bet Dallas, I if I had the option here, like I said, I, I would get in on Cincinnati teaser legs. If I found anything that I thought was remotely, I mean, Getting them under a field goal, like you said, Gil, against a against a quarterback that 
literally we didn't even know was in the league. We yeah. didn't know he was a human know. being. Who's the Jets' backup? Oh, I, it's Mike White. Yeah. Mike White. I was like, who? I didn't even know it was a, a, a human being. And then, less, and then I like, heard he'd never taken a snap in the NFL before, and yeah. it's like, wow, that's not how you're supposed to operate with a rookie quarterback. Oh, they're not sitting on there. Geno Smith looking, looking. There was a hole. So, so now Just it's, throw yeah, it away. Hold oh, he had a man in so, yeah. It's probably a hold. Yeah. All right, we'll come back. Uh, thoughts on tonight's basketball game. Uh, late night game. Game of the night, by the way, in the NBA, I would say. Um, and we'll talk a little World Series game one if there's anything there. Blazers, Clippers, thoughts also. It's Vsense primetime action. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. 
Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my game. game. <laughs> <laughs> You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Well, we promised to do something. We didn't make good on the promise, so let's show the carnage of our uh, circa millions primetime action entry from this week. Not too good. Not too good. One in three with the Saints pending. Buccaneers was the only win. Let's uh, let, let's go ahead and say this. That's all, that's our bad for 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 backing the Texans. Listen, that is a bet. I, I, I should make a I new rule. I did it on my personal one too. That that should make a new. We should, I should make a new rule that because I mean I played it in my my contest as well. If if it is a bet, I would never ever ever <laughs> ever put in my account under any circumstances ever. I should not submit it as a contest play. So many rules on this show. I, I mean, mean but I seriously mean, I, though, I mean Matt, I hear you, but last week was like I don't know. I, I'm not beating. And a half. They scored five points. They yeah. scored three the week before. Well, like last week was two weeks before we, that, they scored zero. Like we talk about all the time, the difference with this contest and our betting is we have to pick five sides exactly. that we would never pick yeah. otherwise. Yeah. So yes, you would never I bet it. The worst team in existence. No, but Kelly just made the right point though, because there's, there's five that you, you can't no have choice. that rule. You yeah. can't have that rule. I, listen. That was great. You texted when they were down 19 exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, we, and you were like, this would be great if they lost <laughs> by 19. I sickly wanted yeah. to land right Ooh, on 19. Because that was what? What did it open? 16 and a half? And it went anywhere between 16 and a half and closed at 20 and a half. Closed at 20 and a half. So imagine getting uh, the bad number on a spread that We've big. We've got the worst like, of it. Oh, man. <laughs> That's but right. It was, I mean, it was later in the game, and it was sitting on 19. And at that point, when I f- had a re- pretty good feeling because the Texans had not been able to do thing on on the offensive side of the ball. I was like, so they're not going to score again. At that point, I was definitely like, let's just land it on 19. If we're going to lose, I want to lose in style. <laughs> I want to lose Getting the worst 19 yeah. on the 18. But instead, it just, yeah, they, they let them score again. What but about, yeah, what about we, the 49ers, by the way? We didn't talk too much about that last night, but, but you did in terms of Kyle Shanahan's play calling. It, it, dude, he... I don't think this is a. I don't think this is a very good team, man. Like I, I, I'm serious. Like I don't think this is a very good team because on the offensive side of the ball, they just have nothing. I mean, it, it's. I asked you, that very question aloud this morning. Ago, are they a good team that's underperforming, or are they just bad? I, I just think they're not a very good. I think they're a mediocre team. You know, I don't. Uh, if you look on the offensive side, I mean, look, Jimmy Garoppolo is what. At this point, I mean, how many other quarterbacks in the league would you rather have than him? I mean, like, I think I could probably just if we start rattling them 15. off. I was going to say at least fifteen. Yeah, like off the top of my head, I think double and, digits worth. Yes, and so it's just he's he can't get it done, and then for whatever reason, they just have not been able to figure out on the offensive side of the ball how to scheme anybody else to anything other than Debo Samuel, like. Sooner or later, the other team—I mean, it was what happened last night. Like sooner or later, the other team realized, like, you're not going to throw to any of these other guys anyway. And yet, San Francisco, twenty-four and eleven, and Garoppolo starts seven and twenty-eight without him. So, what they have besides him hasn't worked out even close to as well. I uh, fun little stat I saw on the Twitter machine last night: Mike Singletary has a higher win percentage than Kyle Shanahan does as oh, coach. Oh, are you serious? Of the 49ers. Oh, That's a man. phenomenal stat. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, are you serious? Yeah. yeah. Well, the reason that that makes me just jump out of my whatever <laughs> is that Singletary was horrific. Singletary was one of the more famous post-game press conferences as coach of the Niners when he was asked after they got crushed in the first half of a game, what were what were adjustments? What adjustments did you make at halftime? To which Singletary famously replied, "Oh, we didn't make any adjustments." And unabashedly, and you're saying Kyle Shanahan has a worse? Is that possible? I, I, I'm I'm doing the double check. I'm gonna say that does not sound correct right now. That can't be. I I am I'm calling I'm calling, calling shenanigans? shenanigans shenanigans I'm calling it shenanigans. Uh, I feel like it'd be a really weird like factoid for Matt to hear though and misremember. Yeah. So eighteen and twenty-two was Singletary for a four forty-five percent win percentage. Shanahan is thirty-one and thirty-nine for a four forty-three win percentage. So did did Singletary have his first year where he was on fumes from the previous coach and had a good season? Is that why that gets skewed? What were his records as coach? Uh five and four, eight and eight, five and ten. Oh. Five okay. and four. Eight so, eight. so he just had the one awful season. Five and ten. And uh, Shanahan with a 443. So, yeah, Singletary with a higher win percentage. Than, Listen, uh, Mike Singletary is a Hall of Fame linebacker. He was not a good head coach. Uh, how did he go five and ten? Well, they let him, they, they cut him loose? One cut day? him loose before the, the last game, I maybe? Mo- had, <laughs> must have. Wait, wait, they were like, yeah, we've seen enough. <laughs> That's but there's only one more game in the season. Oh, it, yeah. says, it says finish in parentheses. Fired. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah. I don't remember that for some reason. Wow. Yeah, so there you go. Wow, that's an that's a fascinating stat. Wow, I'm I'm flabbergasted by that. Well, it took three hours, but we got to the stat of the night. Sponsored and, and, by and again, I, it's just uh, look, Medellin. look. I played the I, love I played the Forty Niners in my I played the Forty Niners in my uh, in in my contest as well, and I was pretty open with like side so some buddies who were you know just trying to get some action. I was like, look, if it gets to three, I think I'll play the Forty ers like. Betting wise, you know, it was, but it was at three and a half. And fortunately for me, I dodged a massive bullet in that one because I was going to play the very wrong side in that one. And that was, that was the only one of my contest plays, but I had no betting interest in it this yeah. week. Like we had to pick five. Yeah. And, and, Terrible. And yeah, I mean, I dodged a major bullet there. But again, like, I mean, like we said, I mean, it wasn't necessarily like the Colts really just beat the tar out of them or anything. It was, you know, a couple of big pass interference. Plays gets the ball down there, gets some points out, points out of that, and on the 49ers offensive side of the ball, like I just don't think that they're they have anything in sync right now. I don't think they have anything going. Um, ran the ball at least fairly decently early on in that game, and then for whatever reason, kind of abandoned it. Where I thought that maybe they should have kind of kept that going, especially if you believe that that wind and rain and whatever was was affecting. It's an atmospheric river, is what it is, Matt. Yes, a uh, bomb cyclone, um, and that was just. Uh, yeah, but that's it. Like, you're sitting there saying, like, oh, well, yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo was definitely affected by that. I mean, Carson Wentz threw the ball pretty well in that. I mean, like, like he threw the ball pretty well in it. Anyway, I just want to say this, that their best plays, again, as we talked about, was yeah. him just chucking it in the Niner D-back running into the receiver. Yep. More NFL teams should employ that strategy when there's no atmospheric rivers. 100%. Oh, yeah. Just chuck yep. it up. 100%. 100%. And, and people can say they hate it. They, yep. You know, it's, it's the same thing. Like, it's like the... NBA with these guys, James Harden knowing how to draw fouls better than anybody. You you can say you hate seeing him at the foul line the whole time. You are using the rules of the game to your advantage. As long as it's a spot foul. Yes, I was just going to say. But with P.I., it's a spot of foul. Give me a a more egregious penalty, a more game-shifting penalty in all of sports. Maybe a penalty kick call in soccer? 
Like, I mean, it just right. changes the whole game. Oh, no, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my point is, though, it's learning how to use the rules of the yes. game to your advantage, right? Especially like, the Seahawks tonight. Like, what are you all doing? They're just throwing just it up. Just yeah. it up. That's you the only way you win this. Metcalf. Like, right. In a bad he might actually catch it. Yeah, in a bad quarterback. Just just <laughs> throw it up. We're dealing, with, we're dealing with Pete Carroll. We expect this to happen. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. He's going yeah. to continue on with his with what he's got going on, which is uh, Rashad Penny, four carries for two yards. Good and then Lord. now he's calling five carries for seven yards, whatever it is. So. Any yeah. thoughts on Blazers Clippers tonight? Clippers by, uh, favored by two and a half. Yeah, it's uh, two and a half, 230. Um, if anything, the total looks a little on the low end to me in the, uh, for a game like this. Trail Blazers, their defense not like it's much better. And Clippers, no Kawhi. So uh, th- they should start off a little slowly defensively. I would say my bet, one I might bet in this game, I haven't done it yet. Terrence Mann over point prop, 10.5 at DraftKings. He has been getting the – he's the sixth man uh, for the Clippers right now. First guy off the bench, been getting heavy minutes these first two games. They are 0-2, so they need to they need a win here. Uh, the Clippers get their first of the season. Um, but he is uh, – he's been getting big minutes off the bench, getting shots up. So over 10.5, I, I, I would play that. We'll talk about this more tomorrow night. Game one of the World Series tomorrow at Houston. Morton against Valdez. Morton is the dog, plus 112-ish. We'll call it uh, somewhere in that pocket. Uh, no offense to your Houston futures bet, but I think I will play the Braves at that plus money. Mm-hmm. Oh, but, no, I, I'm, yeah. I will take no offense. I mean, I, oh. I, like I said, if I, if I didn't have a futures ticket, I'd be on the Braves. And shop around. Sure. We're showing plus 117 there. Matt, are you doing any hedging whatsoever? Are you no, like going to play Joe, some like, of these so games? I had them division and, okay. uh, you, know, you know, and to win the pennant. So it's like, I'm free rolling basically. Yeah, at this okay. point. Like I'm not going to be upset if they if they lose because it was a decent little ticket on the pennant. So yeah, I, I'm I'll just I'll just deal with it. Final thirty seconds. Second question from Ryan Hyatt. Bonus question: Which of you all would host a football weekend at your place before the others, and what's the menu? Uh, it's definitely Matt Brown. Matt Brown's hosting. He's it. got more TV. Yeah, yeah. you can come yeah. to my house. What are you serving? I'm probably getting it catered. What are we buying? Ooh, nice. What are we catering? Probably getting it catered. He's got a he's maybe got a, a cafe Rio. Well, maybe a little what? Little cafe Rio, maybe. Okay, all right. Little, he's little, got a he's got a solid home bar. I mean, it's acceptable. Thought he was going Nacho Daddy, but I guess not. <laughs> I don't know if they cater or not. If they did, I would do that for sure. Sounds good. I'm sure Matt's wife would love it. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. We're coming over. <laughs> We're coming yeah, you know, over. I don't do just to buy a bunch of pizzas. That, that's that seems lazy. I don't do that just to buy a bunch of. Pizzas. I, I hear you. Yeah. All right. We've done I all do the little thing where you light the candles underneath them. You know, you know what I'm talking about. Keep it hot. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So advanced. Good thing so, I we're getting out of here. So culture. The name of those. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's time for us to go. Nightcap next. Tim Murray, Sean King. They'll take you through the second half of this Saints-Seahawks game. Enjoy from VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I 
play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free.